business and people. Your host, Walt Bayless. Let's get this show started. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Walt Bayless with the Business and People podcast today. I'm so excited to have Stefana Johnson on the call with us. Now, Stefana has written many books, but her latest book, which is Model for Business, is the Entrepreneur's Guide to Clarity, Confidence, Credibility, and Celebrity. She's the founder of Powerhouse Leadership, uh, powerhouseleaders.com. She also runs stefanajohnson.com where you can touch base with her and find out a bunch of information. She's the founder of Yogalachi and she is a world speaker. She's been engaged by the likes of Hollywood actors and directors, Fortune 500 companies, entrepreneurs and leaders the world over. And she specializes in getting more results with less BS. Stefana, thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to have you with us. Wow, thank you so much. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Well, it's great to see you. Now, you've, that's a heck of a resume. In, in fact, it took me almost three breaths to get through that whole bio leading up. What an amazing start that you've had. How did this all come together for you? You know, it's funny that you say that. The, the truth is, is like, I think anybody who's living a life and present to their life and doing what they love and are, they're passionate and they're clear about it and they take action then things happen. And for me, I look back at my life and it's like, I really haven't done anything that extravagant or I've just taken action and I've done what I said I was going to do. And I think that that's what differentiates a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business people that are wanting, you know, there's a lot of people who have ideas and great ideas. And then they say, Oh, well, someone took my idea. And it's like, well, you have to act on it, right? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. And I tend to uh, do the ready, fire, aim thing. And, and so a lot of times I'm doing actions that are not necessarily super successful or, you know, just focused on one thing. And that works for me to do multiple things. Yeah, a, lot sure. of, a lot of times entrepreneurs do have multiple interests. They're interested in creative. They're interested in technical and that is that is true for me as well. So nice. um, I like that, and I love supporting people who do who are multifaceted. And I encourage that for people because I think it keeps I think it keeps the creative juices flowing. I think it keeps the uh, excitement of life. Uh, and and things are evolving so quickly. We have to innovate. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it, it's it's living a life on purpose, isn't it? It's waking up or oh, yeah. you know setting yourself a, a a task and saying, okay, this is the direction that I'm heading in. Do you have a formal process for that, Stefano? Do you do? You, are you a goal setting person? Are you a you know focus driven kind of uh, results oriented person? How do you put that together in your life? Very very results oriented. Always have been focused on results, and then. Sometimes that trips me up because I get lost in the little details and I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten into? Because I'm so interested in that result. And so I've had to relearn and shift. Thank goodness I'm balanced with uh, a lot of joy and energy Mm -hmm. as far as like fixing things. Because when you just focus on the result, sometimes you forget that there is a process to things. And I think that's been a very valuable lesson that I've learned in uh, starting businesses since I was very young and going through different iterations and understanding that it's not about failure. It's not like, oh, I didn't make that result. It's about, wow, what did I learn here? Ooh, I discovered something profound. And I think experience is a very dear teacher that, that we sometimes, especially in our current culture, don't necessarily take that on as like, hey, I just learned something very valuable. Do I define what that my business is no longer 
this direction or, and say I'm a failure? Or do I say, wow, I learned something incredible and I think I'm ready to shift and, you know, then you find new iterations of your business. And that's really what I'm interested in. And I love fostering that with my clients. Very cool. Now I want to jump into working with your clients in, in just a second, because some, the, the catchphrase getting more results with less BS is, is where you really focus, but you have a, several different hats that you wear. So you're the founder of Yogalachi, which I really want to jump into for a second. And of course, powerhouseleaders.com. And uh, you've written the book, which is, which is exciting. I'm, I'm thrilled to see that coming through. It's getting great reviews from where I'm, where I'm reading, which is looking great. So so what's, what's the day in the life of Stefana? Like how do you segment your different hats that you wear? Yeah, so I have always been interested in the body, mm-hmm. the mind, and uh, and the spirit. So that's just, a, that, it's like native to who I am. Um, probably because of the way I was raised. My mom was a yogi. She loved yoga. And so I just naturally, when I was 10, doing yoga and practicing in the fitness center and in that time. And so um that was a big piece. My father was a minister volunteer. It wasn't something that was, uh, he really, both my parents really loved helping people. So I naturally have that. And so I naturally went into different businesses that helped people. Mm -hmm. So it looked like the fitness piece. Um, when I, um, I headed to New York when I was young because I wanted to be an actor. That was my dream. Right. And so I was acting and I was doing some modeling and, and, um, one of the things that, a lot of those people in the industry, those I'm not saying the, us in the industry, sometimes, uh, sometimes chemicals, drugs, uh, and other nefarious things are introduced yeah. to people in that industry. And I was, I didn't have that. I had more sense of self and also confidence that I didn't need something outside of myself to find happiness or to find a, a perfect size. Those kind, mm, types mm. of things. So I learned early on about being able to have a centered self and that centered clarity of who I am uh, naturally had because of the way I lived naturally had people coming to me asking like how do you do it how can you help me and so I naturally started being a coach I mean at 16 17 to other models to other actors um not not the coach that we know now, right? But in that time, this is 30-some years ago, I really had um, kind of a forward-thinking idea that we're all in this together. Mm. It's not you against me. And the entertainment industry is very competitive. Mm. And I just didn't have that competitive type of thing. I truly cared about people and cared about another model or cared about an even, even when there was that natural competition with a cattle call or with, Oh, she got the job and I didn't. And I just didn't have that. I was like, wow, that's awesome. I'm so glad you got that job or you know, that type of thing. And that came across. So as a result of that, uh, the people and the peers in my environment uh, treated me differently. So I, I happened to work with some celebrities, some very um, um, people like Whitney Houston, people that were very, uh, very, very well known and enormous amount of pressure. Mm, mm. Um, and because I was able to get to know their lives in a certain way, I found the sense of compassion for another human being, even though they are the star and everybody they're like untouchable. And, and we have so much of that right now that we think that these people put these images out there 
that are not necessarily what's really going on. Like, mm. you know, we, if we compare everybody's uh, front lawn to our back, back room or our back garage, right? Then we're, you know, we're judging ourselves right there. And I, I often tell that to my clients, like, please stop comparing yourself to yeah. their, what they're putting out there. So in, in how I'm all sa- and what I'm saying here is that my desire to help, mm. my personal need for true health mm-hmm. that comes from the inside out, not only my own physical health, but my mental and emotional and spiritual health is first and foremost for me. And I think that's super important for executives and entrepreneurs. I think that um, uh, sometimes they forego their own mental, physical, and emotional well-being in lieu of things that really in the long run are not that important. And so me having this experience over these years has me looking from a holistic perspective, a perspective that's a bit different than the typical. And that's why I say uh, more results with less BS, because I think there's a lot of BS out there, a lot. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it just evolved. Um, It really evolved naturally in a way for me. Mm. And, um, and yeah, so. That's really cool. I, so, so we've already touched on, you know, we've touched on goal setting, we've touched on helping people, we've touched on, you know, how that coach kind of found themselves within you. Um, so as, as your, your clients are coming to you, Stefana, you've worked with, uh, as you say, um, Hollywood actors and directors, you've worked with Fortune 500 companies, you've worked with entrepreneurs and startups, you've worked with everyone from, from you, you know, let's, let's get our lives better all the way through to, hey, I've got a, a company of 5,000 people to run. Um, when, when a client comes to you, What's some of the first things that you you engage with them to help them kind of center themselves as you did to to really to ground themselves so that they can have a forward movement? What's the what's the process that you go through to help someone break through where they are to to rediscovering who they who they are inside? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, and we're not taught this right as children. We're not taught this even as, as adults. It's not necessarily something we're taught, but it's really the fundamentals. It's mm. we have to have our own foundation, mm. and that isn't something that someone else can make for us. Mm. So I start with that piece. I start with where's their foundation because we can't have these major, uh, powerful goals. I mean, we can, and many people have made those, but you see these with some very high power people where their lives are crumbling and they're a mess. They're a mess. It may look like they're doing some great things, but pull back the curtain a little bit and it's a mess. So I really love the piece around the foundation and that's what I start with. And it's, it's in varying degrees of, ways that are needing to be handled. Every single person is different. So the, um, the pieces, if they're in place, awesome. Uh, if we want to, what I love to call it is like, we need to revitalize certain areas of their life and then we optimize and we just can continue that process of an upward spiral instead of the downward spiral that, mm. that often goes hand in hand with someone who's burned out and, you know, is, is not taking care of their basics. So foundations first, I call the foundations, that's the first piece. And then I do something called fundamentals and assessments. So I'm assessing, you know, evaluating. We have to know where we're at before we can know what we need, you know, to bridge that gap to where we want to go. And so that is the methodology. If you want to know my methodology, it is all centered around energy, one's own energy. It's Mm -hmm. centered around their, uh, and I talk about this in my latest book, 
before you can really focus on your work, you have to have the right amount of energy mm. and that energy piece handled um, because you can't fabricate energy for very long if you're burned out, right? So, so there's a lot of substitutes and a lot of things that people will do to substitute energy mm. in order to get motivated and all of this, but, but that's backwards. That's the BS that we need to knock off. Mm. And ultimately, to get into that higher space, we want to get that energy right. We want to get love right. And when I say love, not necessarily just talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, but that is a component of it. It is also the, that energy of connection and belonging and a sense of contribution and a sense of purpose. That's important. Yeah. Um, and that is a component that, that is, it's, it's like this continuing lemniscape, you know, the infinity symbol, this piece where you, we don't, we are not going to get off the ride. Yeah. So let's, let's see where sometimes going up that hill is a little bit of a challenge. So we know that that's a challenge and we're going to work through that and we handle it, but we address it with, okay, what's, what's off here? Is it the energy? Is it work? Is it love? Is it what's going on? So I address it that way. Okay. So, uh, and I mentioned in the uh, introduction there, you've got Stefana Johnson where people can go and, and uh, download, I think it's a, a meditation series where they can start with that revitalizing. So something that I've, I've been through burnout twice personally in my life. And, and the second time, the first time it wiped me out, but it was a quick recovery. The second time it wiped me out for nearly two years and it took a long time to get back in. Um, you've mentioned burnout a couple of times there. And I noticed that burnout's a big part of your initial message out to people as well. Do you find that people... And so our audience are, are entrepreneurs and driven people. They're the kind of people that are susceptible to burnout. Um, do you find, Stefano, that people reach out to a coach when they are burned out and, oh, my God, I'm at the end and I need help? Or do you find that they reach out to a coach thinking to themselves, I need to prevent that. I, I've got a long road ahead of me and, and uh, you know, I, I need to pad myself up. So that's a, a great question, and there is no one answer for that because everyone's different. I wish people would do the, the former, but mm. unfortunately, they don't. They do wait until it's pretty far down the chain where, where um, the fire's pretty bad, right? Yeah, sure. And, you know, their hair's on fire. It's like, we've got all an emergency situation. Mm. But that is, that is common. I mean, that's why I do what I do. I have... You know, I, I think of like the Anthony Bourdain's or, or the Robin Williams, and I think about um, the the solutions that are provided in uh, certain areas. When you when when all you have is a nail, I mean, when, right? And all you have is a hammer. Nail, Everything looks like a nail. And and I hate to use such a crass analogy for that, but that's what a lot of people think is that. Oh well, I only have. A hammer is my solution. And you know what? There's a lot more solutions out there. And some of them are so profound and effective. And some of them are priceless. That's one of the reasons I give the, the meditation, right? That's the first thing I say. Just start with this 15-minute meditation. I will guide you through it. And, and let's, let's just take the, the anything that this stigma off of meditation, okay? Because I'm sure everybody's listening they're like yeah i know meditation is all good but look meditation is just taking a moment to clear the screen mm. if you have stuff all over your desktop and you have this open and that window open and that window open that i mean right you're already like ah. yeah it's overload meditation is seriously 
taking and closing down the programs that are not needed and getting a clear screen. Mm. That's the purpose. That's what meditation is. Now you can add in words and mantras and sounds and music and, and all of that, but that is not meditation. That's just added on types of stuff, right? Mm. But meditation is getting present, getting centered, coming into your powerhouse. Yeah. That's why I call powerhouse leaders, right? I want the powerhouse turned back on. I want them reconnected to their inner powerhouse. Mm. That's where it's going to come from. It's not going to come from me. Mm. I'm going to facilitate it. And I don't even love the idea of, oh, I'm a coach. I'm a facilitator Mm. for someone's highest good and best outcome. I don't know what that looks like. They may not even really know what it looks like yet. But it's not for me to define. It's for me to facilitate and assist them in finding and discovering. And we together can assist them. But a lot of times people have just been so used to grinning and bearing, sucking it up, pushing through, get through the pain. I just have to suffer. That's life. No, none of that is true. Mm, Absolutely. Right? It's really not true. And when people start to realize it, they can shift in big ways. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. I, and I love, I, I love the fact that we're having this discussion about um, recognizing and dealing with uh, things that are in your life at the moment that aren't ideal, you know. And you, you mentioned that you hate the crassness of that, that, that cliche when, you, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. But yeah. let's, let's exchange the word hammer there for some of the real things that people have in their hands. And we can mm-hmm. start with the simple ones. We start with people, when you're reaching for a tool, and let's, let's, let's keep the analogy going, some of the tools that people reach for are coffee, alcohol, drugs, right? right. Some of the more advanced tools they reach for are, are anger, are frustration, right. right? So, you know, when, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. If all, if all you think you have at your disposal is alcohol, drugs, anger, frustration, you know, when you think that that's your entire toolkit, you don't recognize that there are other methodologies. So we talk about meditation and we talk about turning back on that powerhouse. And I love that uh, understanding that the people themselves, each person that's listening are the powerhouse. And so what you're talking about facilitating is the, the revitalizing of that powerhouse, being themselves, being the fact that this is the toolkit. And, and for those of you who are watching on the podcast, I'm emphasizing the, your, your entire self, your body, yourself, your mind, you are yes. the toolkit. So put everything else aside and let's find out where the power failure has happened in that powerhouse and turn that back on. I absolutely love that. So meditation's obviously uh, a, a clear way that so many leaders, so many um, they, they say behind every man is a great woman, behind every person is a great coach. And so many people in a, at a forefront level have a great person behind them as a coach and they'll endorse that meditation. Do you, your, uh, your free download, which again, the link there, guys, is stefanajohnson.com. You can go and grab that as a free download. Do you endorse a daily process with that clear the screen kind of meditation, stop and chill? Oh, yes. Yeah? I think it it's several final? times a day. Is it like a... You know... <sighs> I, I really think everybody's going to develop their own thing, mm. but I do have a specific protocol that I start every client with. Mm-hmm. And then they can see as they get the empirical evidence, like, whoa, something's definitely different. And I haven't done anything but this one thing. Mm. Uh, they realize that this busyness, this constant, I got to do that. It's like, no, that's exactly what you need to stop. Yeah. That's where the burnout right comes now. Yep. It's, you've got to shut that down because that's draining you. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, and it is, it, it's one little piece of it, but if they can't even do that one little piece, we can't get to the next step. Yeah, cool. So we do have to get to the point where they're able to be present. And even, and I set the bar really low. It's one breath. Yeah. So one breath with me, right? Can they do one breath? Mm. One moment of being fully present. Mm. And in that moment, it's almost as if the light comes back on and they're reconnected to themselves again. And that's profound. That is beautiful. And they know it. They feel it. Yeah. You see it. Um, and then we've got room to start moving. Then wow. we've, and then the cumulative effects are profound. The compound effects of meditation alone are profound. So how many times a day? How many times, times you can? Break. How many times you need it? Like every time. Uh, it doesn't mean you go and sit on a corner or so, you know, go on an ivory tower. That's not what I'm talking about either. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, we're also looking about harmony and we want, some we we're entrepreneurs want to be out and creating and innovating and making an impact and positively sh shifting things on the planet. That's what we want to do. Yeah. I want that for people. I want those leaders to be out there leading and, and showing up as the best version of themselves and being the passionate, amazing human beings that they, that they are, that they're capable of and um, doing all of those things. And in order to do that, they need their energy in the right place part of that is their thoughts, right? Anything that their energy is uh, going towards is where your thought goes, mm. uh, right? Thoughts yeah. and emotions yeah. and actions, they follow those thoughts. But we can't even get to the thoughts if they're all over the place. And, and um, that's why meditation is a foundational piece, yeah. That, that, that stop and breathe, you know, just... Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, for anybody that's a regular listener on the podcast, we would have had a, a few guests talking about, starting with episode one, Tom Beal, one of his favorite sayings was, breathing is my favorite thing. And, uh, and I, we had a bit of a laugh about that. It was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> one of your favorite things, you know, and he said... It's free. Try, it's try not doing it for a while. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. We had another guest, uh, Trish Jones, and, and actually one of the things that I talked about with Trish was um, during my first... Uh, experience of burnout, I had uh, been given a gift of an Apple Watch at one time. And the Apple Watch has got the Breathe app on it, which, you know, three or four times a day, it just gives you a tap and reminds you to breathe. And how is this, Stefano? This, this will make you cringe. I went into the settings and turned that off because I didn't have time to breathe. I didn't have time to breathe. How do you like that? So now uh, I now have another Apple Watch, which was given as, a, as another gift. And, uh, you know, I've Whenever that touch, touches my wrist and I think to myself, oh, not now, I have to reform that, that, um, that channel in my mind and say, Absolutely. if I don't have time to breathe, then, mm. then that's exactly why I need to and just, just, just stop and take yes. a breath. Um, yes. so from, a, from a personal point of view, that, that meditation of stillness, even if it's five minutes or ten minutes, has really changed a lot of things for me, being able to, to centralise and, and stabilise so that mm -hmm. we, can, we can then move forward. As you're looking at your clients uh, worldwide, what are some of the other, uh, what are some of the commonalities that you're finding with leaders that you're working with? What are some of the things that they're coming to you with where you're saying, okay, this is, I've dealt with this before. This is, I, I'm familiar with how to deal with it. What are the, what are the common ones that you're coming up against? I would say the, the biggest, the biggest thread right now is that there's a, a set of blind spots in a lot of leaders where they are neglecting their original gifts and original strengths. And especially when someone has expanded very quickly, mm 
Mm. And, you know, we live in a very fast moving society and there's a lot of startups. And if someone gets a capital of 25, let's say someone gets $25 million funding and, and all of a sudden they're in a whole new world of having to deal with that. And I work with a lot of, a lot of startups and as a result, they're, they're not able to make that transition Mm. to doing what they are amazing at that got them to that original place. And then there's that gap of trying, well, now they've got to be the CEO, but they don't necessarily know how to lead people. So there's a big gap between managing and being an, and having employees and being uh, the leader of that and still being able to innovate and be creative and then get communicate their uh, communicate with clarity enough so that the managers can do what they need to do. So oftentimes I'm working with those high powered leaders that have become a CEO that have become in the C-suite and, and they are in this influx of expansion and they're going through that growing pain and the scalability of like, Holy moly. Now I've got this enormous uh, influx of people that I'm supposed to deal with. And that's not my strength. Yeah. So then, then getting, getting the structure set up for them Mm. while also validating and celebrating and, and ensuring that their needs are met as the leader, Mm -hmm. as the spearhead of that company, Mm -hmm. because they need to be doing what they are brilliant at. And, and, and acknowledging that and not looking at what they're not doing yeah. because someone else should be doing that. That's why they're put in there. But sometimes that, that, um, I can see that that's a, that's a big change. Gets, yeah, it, it is a big thing. And, uh, and so then they'll start working faster and harder and da, 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 and they're, like you know, else. yes. So then that's where I come is like, okay, perfect. You've just expanded into this huge, huge new you and we need to make sure there's footing under there. And that's that foundation again. Yeah, so as I work with those clients that have the enormous expansion very quickly, we go in there and put in that foundation. And if they've worked with me before it's exploded into that, then we already have that foundational piece and we can do the tweaks as they come up mm-hmm. and it's not as painful. Yeah. But you know, I, I think it's an adventure and I think that everyone is perfect where they're at, wherever it is for them. That's, that's the first policy for me is that I don't look at someone as broken or that they need to be fixed. I, I believe that they are exactly where they need to be right now in this moment. And what do we need to learn from this? What do we, where do we want to go from here? What do we need to adjust? And right. It's, it's a yes and instead yeah, of, yeah. oh, but look what's happened. It's a, it's a oh. yes and, not an oh, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. And it's so much more fun that way. Yeah, cool. And, and I think that that becomes this much better way of, of expanding into yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's important. And I think that differentiating myself as far as other coaches, and, and I think coaching is very, very important. I think that with the right support, uh, people really do thrive. Business owners thrive. Entrepreneurs thrive. But there's a lot of nonsense out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'm sure you know that as well. So then we get caught up into this comparison thing. Mm-hmm. And instead, the only person really you should ever be comparing yourself to is where you are and where you want to be and who you were this morning. And did you make one improvement today? And those things as opposed to, oh, let's see what they're doing. And 
Yeah, you know, and, you know, and that's that's the shopping list that you're never going to be able to fulfill. Yeah, and, exactly. And even it's if you're chasing it, you, you're behind the you're behind anyway. Make your own list. Like start yeah. start with where you're at, where you want to go, and make your own list into the steps forward. Instead of looking at others and thinking, "Well, they did that. I need to." It's a right. It's, it's very live your own life and leave yeah. leave your own life. And and I think that that's great advice for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, Stefana, take a moment and tell us about uh, Model for Business, the, the new book, The oh, Entrepreneur's yes. Guide to Clarity, Confidence, Credibility, and Celebrity. Tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about that. How did the book come together? Yeah, so uh, the C4, so C4 Mastery is a program that I have. It's a mastermind coaching training program that I have for entrepreneurs. And it is the, the C4 Mastery are the four C's you just mentioned, mm-hmm. Clarity, Confidence, Credibility, and Celebrity. And uh, the, the book is essentially a workbook of, and a few stories in there of how I came about with C4 Mastery and the model for business. Of course, puns intended, right? Yeah. <laughs> because uh, that whole idea of the model for business and, you know, everyone's like, I've got to get my business plan and business. What's my, what's your business model? I was like, you know what? Your business model is what your what is going to work for you and get you where you need to go right so the c4s i use that love i love acronyms and i love analogies and all of that so c4 like explosive i think that and coming back from that powerhouse when people are turned on and they are connected to their true inner powerhouse they lead so much better and they can then get the clarity for themselves. No one else is going to ever give you the clarity. So don't look outside for clarity. Get in with yourself. That's why you have to get quiet. That's why you have to take a breath and focus, clear the screen. You will get the clarity. You will then get the confidence. There are processes part as part of that. And then the credibility happens because you are walking the talk. You do not fake it till you make it. That's the dumbest thing ever. People should not be faking it till they make it because that is the recipe for not being confident for self doubt. Mm. Why do people have self doubt? Because they're faking it. Stop it. Right. So I hate that advice. Don't, don't take that advice. If people give it to you, um, do the work, get clear, get, build the confidence. Um, if you plant a seed, don't go and dig it up the next day because you, you forgot. Oh, did I plant that? Oh, maybe that's your plant. No, that's the whole point of this analogy of nature. It take things take time. They take, you know, there's certain things. I mean, my gosh, what was, I know there's the onion plant that's like nine, just a few weeks. And then there's the olive tree a hundred years before it fruits. So we have to shift out of this and give ourselves a break and understand that the more we have clarity of ourselves and what it is we're here to do, what our purpose is, what our mission is, um, Without all that, oh, what's my mission and all that? It's like, no, you know, you're grounded when you, you, you can really own your space and step into your powerhouse when you know what your purpose is mm. and what you're here to do. Um, and it's not necessarily always tied to money. Most of the time, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, money is energy, but it's not usually what drives entrepreneurs. Mm. I don't think I've ever met a, a, an entrepreneur who said, I only want this money. And it's like, there's always something deeper. Yeah. And so, but you know, money's that good piece too. It's, it's a, it's a metric that we want to track for sure, but it's not everything. So we've got to get back to the important things. So we're not running that race that burns us out. So we're taking the time to breathe. We're taking the time to enjoy our environment and have an environment that 
nourishes us, having people in our environment that we can give and receive from. Giving and receiving is huge, and it's a piece that's missing for a lot of people. Some people are opposite, give, 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 and they don't, can't receive. And then some people are the opposite, they're take, 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 and then, right? So we balance those, we create harmony, and, and each of us has our own journey, and I think that that's, that's why I wanted to write the book, that's why I wanted to put that put the message out in a very simple format. It's a very easy read. It's I, uh, people are telling me it's a fun read. They enjoy it with great tips. Um, and I put together a workbook that goes with that. So anybody who's reading the book, there's a downloadable workbook that goes with it. Just walks you through the steps to get clarity to, so I'll ask you those questions, ask yourself those questions for clarity to get the confidence, to build the credibility. And then the celebrity piece is this, a lot of folks, we have so much of the 15 minute of fame. We have fast celebrity. We have, we have people buying their celebrity, all kinds of stuff. And, and I really, because I've worked with so many true celebrities, true artists, true creatives, true powerhouse leaders, uh, whether in politics that really are there for, to create an impact in their environment, in their community, and they do good things. And when you work with that and you have the juxtaposition of the people who are really, you know, it's just plain gross when, when you see the kind of nonsense for, for a 15 minute of fame or for one, just to get a like, or just to get a, please, we've lost our values. We've lost our integrity. So I talk about that in the book around celebrity because I think it's a really important topic. And I think the root of celebrity is celebrating. And Mm -hmm. we have to start by celebrating ourselves with those micro wins. Yeah. Every day. Those was, are the compound effects again. I was right? going to say when, when you were talking, actually, the, the image of being a celebrity uh, for me came into my mind of for my kids, you know, be, be the hero for your kids. But even yes. let's, take it, let's take it even more internally than that. Like rather than, you know, because then maybe not everyone's a parent or maybe the parents are, you know, whatever. So let's take about being a celebrity for yourself when you're looking in the mirror and mm-hmm. looking back and celebrating, as you said, the, the root of the yes. root, being able to look yourself in the eye and say, I'm okay. That alone can give you so much peace. So huge. Better than a million likes on Instagram or, or whatever. If you yeah. can look in the mirror and say, I'm okay, then everything else after that seems to take care of itself. Yes. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. I love it. I love it. Yes, so, and. Stefana, you've, you have kicked some amazing goals, and uh, I'll make sure that the links to your profiles, et cetera, are with the, the show notes so people can, can get in touch with you. What's next yes. for you? You've got, you've got stage speaking. I noticed you've got a, a big event in February coming up. Uh, you've got talks all around the world. You've got lots of things going on. What's, what's the goals and the horizon for you? Yeah, I think, you know, my three key focuses are really I, I want the more I write, the more people get what I'm communicating. Um, and and then being able to speak on different different venues and and to different people they they hear this message mm-hmm. and it's a message of of that they can take back the controls of their life but it's from the inside out yeah there is no guru there is no you know we can There's inspire nothing you can buy that's going to get it for you really truly. And they have to do the work and it's not that hard, Mm. but there's a lot of confusion and misunderstanding and BS out there. Mm. So we simplify it. I mean, even, you know, I I could name names, but I I will not. I think we, what I want to do is really communicate through these. You do it with your podcast. You do it with your channel is that we're not alone. Yeah. Right. 
everybody's going through their experience and the more we can reconnect, it's, it's sometimes very easy to hide behind our screens, our monitors Mm. and um, the smartphones and all of that and forget that there is actually another human being there with, with feelings. And there's a depth of, uh, richness that comes from genuine connection. So that's one of the reasons I really love to write and to connect with people through written word as well as in live audiences with, with the speaking engagements. And then the coaching and the training. You know, I take on a handful of clients a year one-on-one, and then I do as many group and programs that I can where people can come in and get that benefit in that way. And and then I'll, you know, just continue. I have my own lifestyle is very, very simple. I, I am a minimalist and find things that are very important to me now are not the same as what they were even 10 years ago. Now, with, I have an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old, and what I see in their future is scary. And I, I believe I have, we all have a lot of work to do to ensure that this planet is you know, and it's, that, it's, that it's going to actually be here and that our children will be able to grow up in, a, in an environment that is not poisoned and destroyed. And, mm. and, and yeah, so I won't go off on that tangent. <laughs> That's a whole different uh, episode right there. It's a whole different episode. And, and really, for me, it's just uh, focusing on true health for myself my family, my community. That's why I do yoga lachi because yoga, yoga lachi is a blend of yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi. And I still teach every single morning. I get up and go to my local community center and teach the people that show up and we do Qigong and we do meditation and it's their own little mini retreat. And I think that that's crucial for us to do that, for us to show up and give. And that's my giving that I will always do. Um, And then, and then show up, because I'm then energized to help those people that are um, dealing with, you know, multi, multi um, mega corporations, because they are the ones that are truly able to impact in a way. So if I can help them, right, mm-hmm. if I can help them get, get out of that topsy-turvy and, and get, get out of that rat race of what they think is going to fulfill them, and they really get connected to the truth of who they are mm. it's powerful yeah definitely. I, i'm that may sound kind of strange but not you know at all. I mean? no 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 not at all Here i'm in u.s and it's like you know it's it's scary but the leaders do need help those people that have the most to uh the most impact entrepreneurs your listeners they're impacting lives so if they are not doing well who who's being affected Right. So it's super important. It's super important for your listeners to take care of themselves, to get the the support that they need and the right support. Right. Love it. Stefano, we love what you're doing. And uh, hopefully we can uh, impact some people, get some messages out there. Um, As I mentioned, all of the links to to Stefano's profiles, etc. Go and grab a book. You can tap in and and download that uh, meditation segment as well. Help yourself find that grounding, find that peace and move forward. Stefano, thank you so much for the the chance to come and chat with you and uh, for the work that you're doing, helping others and and, uh, helping our listeners to find themselves and find that grounding as well. I really appreciate it. I wish you all the very best of success. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes.
Hey everyone, it's Walt, and thanks so much for listening to the episodes on the podcast. We really love bringing these interviews to you, and I hope you're getting a lot out of them. We've designed the podcast to really help and to engage with everybody out there, so you could help us by simply leaving us a comment or a review, subscribing on iTunes. Head over there now, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and leave a review for us. It helps more than you could possibly believe. Do that now, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.